Madison's alternative, 1067 The Resistance. This week on the Disruptor series, I'm joined by the Rockets, which is Jeremy. Hello. Hi, thank you for having me. So the Rockets started out as a trio, and now it's just you. Why did you decide to keep the name instead of just going by your name? Well, for two reasons. One, everyone had already started to know it. And then two, I like the name and I kind of think it's cool that I'm like pretending to be a full band. (laughs) And I think that's really interesting, too. We've talked to a lot of artists recently who are self-taught, but usually only in one instrument. (laughs) I'm really curious about your process. How do you write a song doing all of the parts when you can't hear the thing together? I I usually get an idea for like a little melody or something vocally and then I'll put down like for one section like let's say the verse and then I'll put down a guitar part and then that'll make me hear like what I think there should be on drums I'll put those down then the bass then the vocals and then I'll start adding in harmonies and whatever extra instruments in other sections like piano but I'll do like a part like that and then I'll keep listening and see if I can hear what comes after and then repeat the process for the next part. Do you feel like that takes too much time or it just takes the time that it needs until you get it right? No, it works really well for me most of the time and it's super quick. It depends on the song, but sometimes if I work at it for eight hours or something, I can completely from scratch, I can write it and do the final recording because I just, I have everything plugged in in my studio. And it's a studio that you built yourself, right? Yes, I've been building it and adding to it since I was like... 12, 13, something like that. It's finally finished, so I don't have to worry about researching. I can just make music. So if you do a live show, do you have to hire people to play all those parts? I'm putting together a live band. And actually, I say putting together because it took so so long. I'm used to saying it, but it's finished. There is a live band. Does that mean there's a tour schedule on the way? I will be working on that in the future, yeah, but not yet. You have your second full-length album coming out. Do you know when that's coming out? Uh, It should be halfway through March. Okay. And that's going to be called Parkwood Manor and will feature a lot of the singles you've already released. Is releasing songs in the single format leading up to a a major release the way you want to continue releasing music? I don't know. I tried it. I'm just independent, trying all the different ways. You know, the first album, I did one single in the album. This one has been a ton of singles and then the album. I think it's kind of cool to lead into it and then show the final structure of it. But in another sense, it's also cool to just get a whole album presented to you. Your songs are not just creative, like musically and everything, but you also put a lot into your music videos. Yeah. (laughs) How do you come up with those ideas? Do those ideas come to you when you're writing the song? They come to me most of the time once I've written the song and I'm listening back. And I have like, uh, I'll come up with ideas. I also have my sister who's very into film helps me and we write them together. We hear a part of the song and it's like, oh, it sounds like this is happening here. And then we can kind of put together the story for it. If we look back at your like last four singles or so, the videos don't necessarily seem to tie together. Do you think that the music does, the songs do? Is there a theme to the album at all? So the album, when it's out, comes in with an intro then it goes through like the single style and I think the way it ties in is like I start with the kind of pop rock single style and then it starts kind of getting more elements on top of it 
they're a little more out there. And then by the end, it's kind of psychedelic. So it kind of evolves to an end, does a big orchestral end, and then it goes out. So they kind of have like a progression like that that you'll see once the album's out. So it's not necessarily like, oh, it's just all about this girl I dated when I was 16. No. The theme is more of a musical theme, less of a a topic. Yeah, I'm always more about the music and then the lyrics you can put in there based on maybe some experiences or just make some up. But yeah, for me, it's really about the music. Just make up the words (laughs) to your songs. Then you can hear them back and you can keep interpreting them different ways that surprise you every time. Especially as people go and grow with the album or grow with a song, it changes over time. Yeah. We are playing your song Falling Again. Can you talk about that song specifically? Thank you very much for playing it. Uh, Yeah, so that one, the original idea was the intro riff. It was originally for another song I have out called You and I, but I changed the riff into what the riff is on You and I. And then for some reason, months later, I said I should go back to that original riff I had. And thankfully I did because just from listening back to the original riff, it gave me the whole idea of like, what do I hear coming after this? What do I hear coming after that? And I kind of wrote it completely in order. So just by going back, I heard the whole thing and was able to put together Falling Again. You mentioned that your sister helps you with some of the videos. You started building your studio when you were 12 or 13. You must have a lot of family support. Yes, it's very nice to have uh, a great family and, you know, we can all work on it together. Are your parents really musical too? They are not. You got all the talent? Uh, maybe. They they like music itself, but they don't play. So is your family ever an inspiration in your music? Well, I don't think in like a direct way, in any lyrics or anything, but... It's all about your surroundings. Yeah. yeah. And you said, you know, you started playing guitar when you were like eight, but it was mostly EDM. It wasn't until you were getting like into your teens where you started to switch more towards rock music. Can you talk about that evolution for you, how you went from EDM to rock? Yeah, for some reason, I don't know why, I was playing guitar and loving it. And for some reason, thinking that when I made music, like for music to put out there, it had to be EDM because I couldn't record a guitar. So I was just playing on this little MIDI keyboard at the computer. And when I was very young, like three, four and five, it was kind of all rock music that I was listening to. But as I became able to do things, for some reason, it went towards that EDM. Then, yeah, one day I was cutting the grass, putting in my headphones, and I thought, like, you always hear about the Beatles. Why are they so good? I'll put on the entirety of Sgt. Pepper. And then I was done from there. It had to be rock. So I started finding out how I'll record guitars at home, make songs centered around guitars, and then started playing whatever else I needed to play. So I was like, oh, now I got to learn drums. Now I got to learn bass. And harmonica is not easy. Yeah, I don't I don't know too much harmonica. I just know enough that when I want to put something in that sounds like a crazy tearing harmonica in a song, I can figure something out. <laughs> Technically might sound funny to like a harmonica expert. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know many of those. <laughs> Basically, your entire life has been music heavy. You're mm-hmm. talking about the songs and music you listened to when you were three, four, five years old. What other passions are there or has it just always been music? Uh, it's really music. I like a lot of things. You know, I like uh, skiing and I've been through like hundreds of different interests. I'm, I, for some reason, I just get interested in everything, like whether it's plane simulators, or anything throughout the years. But the, the constant is always music. 
And that's the main one that kind of ties everything together in a way. Did you do band in high school or anything like that? Not really. I did for like two weeks because it was just orchestral. Uh, now I like classical music at the time, not so much. So I didn't, I wasn't really interested in it. So I started playing cello because of two cellos, the two guys that played like smooth criminal and rock stuff on cello. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the orchestra wanted to recruit me. There was a whole thing where they, they would keep convincing me to get into the orchestra, but I wasn't interested. And yeah, so that was a short lived thing. All these different interests in your life. You've had all this other stuff going on and music has always kind of been the foundation. Are you at a point now already where this is your life? Like this is your career? Yeah, everything I do is to do with music. So I'm doing this music, obviously, even uh, then when I want to do like side jobs, I'm mastering. You're 19 years old, right? Yes. When's your birthday? Uh, May 25th. That's really nice to already have this foundation and this direction at your age. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to have found something that to me feels like the right thing. And like I say, all ties together kind of doesn't seem to make sense. But it's like, whether it's another interest, whether I'm skiing, I'm still listening to music. So it's kind of everywhere. If you could set up your own festival, unlimited funds, Mm -hmm. one day, who are the like five to 10 bands you want to play with you? Without dead people. Well, let's include dead people. (laughs) Okay. Frank Sinatra, Chopin. So everyone will be unable to hang on to a theme at the festival. <laughs> um, the Beatles, the Kinks, the Beach Boys. Got to get all those. I don't know how many I'm at. I'll just keep naming. Nowadays, I like uh, a lot of groups like uh, Inhaler, some of Harry Styles stuff. That must be like seven. Yeah, that's got to be around there. <laughs> but yeah, that's a really cool festival. I would go to that one. <laughs> Thank you. So what's coming up next? We've got an album coming out. You've got a band together. What's What else is in store for 2024? Um, yeah, we're going to get the album out. And after that, I already have a single to come after it. So it's going to keep coming with more music. And with the live band, we're going to try now to go on uh, opening slots is going to be our main goal. And start doing What would be like the best band that could take you out? Oh, yeah, and I forgot to mention the Rolling Stones for the festival. So they're, they're one of the only surviving ones. So that would be super cool opening for them, of course. But also bands like Inhaler and those. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today, Jeremy. Thank you.